0: To the flag of the United States of America And to the republic for which it stands One nation, under God, indivisible With liberty and justice for all Don't label us left or right For a war but we came to fight Us Somebody's gotta stand up. stand up Somebody's gotta do what's right
1: We're rising cause we're fed up, fed up. Got our house in order and got yours inside
2: <laughs> today is uh, monday november 29th i was gonna say you,
3: I, you should know that date
2: i should yeah happy I birthday I, I forgot to say
3: something earlier Thank so you there much. you go happy so it's birthday the, uh,
2: it's the 34th anniversary of my 30th birthday don't you wish uh no it is it's <laughs> the- <laughs> okay uh so we're here in the studio again uh, uh, this week uh we've got uh, uh some good stuff going Uh, I want to remind everybody that we need to donate. Uh, We need to have donations to continue these podcasts and these radio programs. So we need checks uh, and money. And you can make them out to uh, Pecan uh, Patriots uh, Educating Concerned Americans Now, which, by the way, we've failed to mention because, you know, we're kind of new at this uh, here. And, and uh, it, it is a 501c3, and right. the donations are tax-deductible. Right. And uh, please write uh, media in the reference line, and uh, the address it is... 14421
3: Old Oregon Trail, Sweet Bee. Redding, California, 96003. You can always give us a call at 530-221-0101.
2: All, uh, As well,
3: I can take credit cards if you prefer to do it that way. Whatever you can
2: do is appreciated so we can yeah, keep this stuff up on the air. Yeah. And uh, we're we're getting better and better at the podcast. They're starting to smooth out. We're starting to like what we're, we're doing here. Uh, and we're brought to you by Mountaintop Media in conjunction with the Red, White, and Blueprint Project. And... Uh, you can go to the chat room at YouTube. I was on there the first time this morning, as a matter of fact. And uh, I'm you know. trying
3: Facebook right now on that. But before we move on, speaking of pecan, I had somebody call me the other day. It was kind of funny. And they said, who do I make that check out again to? Is it Acorn? Acorn? And no. I, I said no, but you know what? That's how we got the name pecan. What's it's because true. of acorn? It's true. So, so just to let people
2: know, it was our answer to acorn yeah. because an acorn they morphed and changed their name and hide <laughs> right. to hide the, the, their so you know. I just thought it was kind of funny though. The, from the you know the what protect the guilty, and so. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to turn off my sound here and then get on on the live broadcast here yeah. so we're not I'm bubble. on
3: Facebook checking it out I'm, with live chat. I'm, I'm, now, a, I'm, I'm not seeing to, anything at the moment but uh um, well, I'm going go to write room. something and see if somebody responds.
2: So I'm in the chat room now on Face uh, not Facebook but YouTube and it seems to be working just fine so you, you should be uh, Sovereign Minds uh episode 14. And we're going live right now, so uh, I'm going to put test in there and see if anybody else just, is uh, in Yeah, there. I
3: put on, on Facebook, I put in the chat, so we'll
2: see. All right, so uh, with that said, do we have any other announcements? There is uh, the 4 o'clock thing that we have to worry, uh, or 4.30? Uh, 430. 4.30 today? Yes. At 30.
3: the... Oh, I was gonna remember the name of it. It's at the over by Axner's. They're doing, you know, bring the pair of shoes at four thirty. Right. It doesn't have to be a brand new pair of shoes. It's just a pair of shoes so that they can. Um, uh, you know, reason.
2: Signify the, the kids that are right. out of school and everything and the parents else. I'm, I'm, trying don't pull, agree. I'm trying to yeah. pull it up right now so we're not stumbling over uh, ourselves. I, can't re- remember. But I we'll know pull it's it up and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll bring it up uh, in the broadcast uh, farther in, into the broadcast. Uh, we might as well introduce our guest. I, he's on the phone, I believe. We've got yes. Kevin Cry. And he's uh, running for District 1 in uh, Shasta County uh, against uh, Joe Cemente. I think I know who he is. I, I think I've seen him at the uh, board meetings, but I'm not positive if we're talking about the same guy. I think it was uh, the, I think he was at the board meeting. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are you there, Kevin? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, you uh, talked to Joe, I guess you're his neighbor, uh, uh, about uh, running or something, or, or uh, talked to him about actually doing something uh, in the right direction for the county.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I'm not his neighbor, but I've been friends with him for
2: years. Okay, that's what that's what it was, and so I know I know who you are. Uh, the the because uh, I seen you at the board meeting, and you're kind of pleading with him. It's like, come on, Joe, uh, you know, do something about this uh, this uh, emergency situation where you know we're getting mandatory lockdowns and uh, mandatory uh, vaccines. Uh, you know, and um, his response wasn't uh, really what you were looking for, was it?
1: Uh, no, you know, and the irony of it is, you know, I'm actually in Dallas, Texas right now.
2: Oh, wow. And
1: uh, I visited the uh, uh, JFK uh, memorial they had, and of course, the uh, site where uh, he was assassinated. And then I'm actually at the Holocaust Museum now. And it's, you know, and it's, um, there's a lot of irony in the timing of this trip for me because when I pleaded with Joe, i really thought it was up to him and the other four sitting supervisors to do something about our current situation and now i realize it's really up to you and me and linda and everybody else that just needs to pitch in wherever they can to make the changes we need so we don't head to you know where our, our world has been in the last 50 60 years
3: hey kevin are you on a speaker on speakerphone or something Oh, because it on my end it sounds like you're in water or something.
1: No, I'm in I'm in a hallway. Oh. <laughs> you want me to, you
3: want, I think we're going to have you call back.
1: Okay, I'll if call you could.
3: Back All right, thanks. We appreciate that. And While he's doing that, I do have the information. Oh, good. I was looking for uh, it. Bring a pair of shoes to be placed outside of the countrywide superintendents and principals meetings to protest COVID V mandates. Where? It's today, 4.30 at 2985 Innsbruck, I-N-N-S-B-R-U-C-K Drive.
2: Well, while we're waiting on Kevin, you know, and <laughs> I'm going to speak me. to this, Say, uh, here's, you know... Fauci is now saying that he thinks the COVID is not going to go away.
3: I saw that. It's really?
2: unbelievable. So of course it's not going to go away because their emergency powers will never go away. Their protection of uh, of the dr- drug companies will never go away. But you know, you also look in the, uh, on the, the article where this came from. Is the doctor in South Africa who discovered this new uh, Omicron variant? By the way, says there's nothing to worry about. Only mild symptoms. She's the one that discovers this. So we're going to shut down all of southern uh, Southern Africa uh, from flying and traveling and everything else. You know, after a while, if you don't get the the uh, impression that what this really is is not about the virus or any of that, but right. you know, permanent. Uh, they they want a permanent uh, emergency. Hmm.
3: Yeah, and they'll shut people coming from Africa, but the southern borders just fine, folks.
2: That's crazy. So do we got Kevin? Okay. All
3: right. Thank you. So uh,
2: let us know when he's uh, ready. Uh, to get on here, oh, All very
3: right. good. Are, are you are, there, Kevin?
2: Kevin, can you hear us?
3: I can
0: hear you.
2: All right, that's uh, better. We better, got a better I connection. Think. I was going to say I, I've been to that uh, Six Four Daily Plaza uh, there at Kennedy. It's uh, an interesting. Um, muse- they got a museum there now, and they show you the the, the uh, you know the uh, shooter's window and the and the crow's nest there, and you know what I yeah. found very interesting about that whole thing was I didn't realize how how steep the road was going out of Daly Plaza towards the freeway. No, exactly. know, yeah. And I, and I think I'm more taken back by the Holocaust Museum because, you know, we're only
1: talking, uh, you know, 60, 70 years ago. Right. And now what we're seeing in Australia and Austria and other places, it's like, it's like groundhog Day.
2: Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't make it to the Holocaust yes. Museum. Uh, you know, I, I, I did see the others. So, 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 uh,
3: to begin with, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would, Kevin, and why you decided to um, run for District 1.
1: Yeah, you bet. I was uh, born in Orange County in 1976. We moved to Shasta County in 1978, and I've been a Shasta County resident uh, pretty much uh, ever since, except for a couple years in college and then uh, moved to Oregon for three years around 2008 to 2011 and uh, came back and really thought I'd probably never leave until they had the mandates uh, announced for kids or school-aged children. Then we started to look in other states uh, because we just said if that happened here in California, we were going to leave. Yes. And really what we found was it was really not something we were excited about doing, leaving Shasta County. So I went to the board meeting that we spoke up earlier mm-hmm. and just pleaded with Joe to maybe, you know, get involved with uh, what uh, Patrick and Les were doing one to join with other counties. And I'm not saying that's the way it has to go, but what we're doing right now isn't working.
2: Well, it's interesting. Uh, hiding in the it's interesting that those I, those three seem to always be voting together on generally on just about everything, and uh, and they don't seem to want to listen to anything uh, of any information that's contrary to the uh, to the narrative. Yeah,
1: I mean, it it, it, it was interesting at first. Now uh, I'm pretty much drinking from a fire hose in terms of trying to learn about what's happening the greater Redding area and then Shasta County over the last 30 or 40 years. So really it doesn't surprise me that, uh, that, you know, the people and the decisions that have been made,
0: especially recently, you know, why they support the things they do. Why do
2: you and, think uh, that is? Why do you think they're supporting the things they do?
1: Uh, I think it's really just failed and poor leadership. Uh, you know, everybody, uh, likes to, be a hero or be the person that, uh, is well-liked, but you know, if somebody would have stood up and really pushed back hard at the beginning, it, may, it would have been very unpopular. Um, but I think a couple quick months later, we all realized that there's a lot more to this than, uh, you know, just, a, 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 you know, a, a, a severe flu, uh, out of China. Well, I, think-, I think if the leadership's
2: Go ahead. I'm sorry. Ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was going to say, I think if the leadership would have
1: jumped on that early, I, I, I think uh, we would be in a lot different of a place, at least here in Shasta County.
2: Well, you know, I think it's about money at this point, and I think that they're trying to prop up the county because they know they are a billion dollars in uh, debt under underneath on the unfunded liabilities. I think that might be part of it uh, as well, but... Uh, you know it's it's interesting that the more the vaccine gets uh out there uh, you know if you start looking we're seeing numbers we're seeing now we're seeing some studies that that are showing that the the highest rates of countries with the the, the countries with the highest rates of vaccines are the ones that are have the most infection 100%. or caseload yeah. now so it makes you wonder 100%. you know how can that be if the vaccines are working yeah, well
1: exactly you look at florida which is you know, completely open, and they've got one of the lowest, if not the lowest rate in the country. You know, but, and, and what's really troubling is they're constantly attacked. They're attacked right. from every direction, and it, it just it just makes no sense. And then you have you have a group that says you have to follow the science, and you have to understand, uh, you know, the medical part of it, but there's nothing medical or science about it. It's, it's actually completely anti.
2: I think hmm. when you realize that Pfizer made 86 billion dollars this last year, and did you know that the highest fine ever imposed in the United States uh, uh, on any company was Pfizer uh, for uh, uh, criminal uh, negligence in in what they do? I don't doubt it. Yeah, well, it is. No. It's it's a fact. Well,
3: well, it's. Quite amazing yeah. that Claire, back I, I believe it was like in 2015, they passed a law that they were exempt from being sued. Well, and then, and everything and then under the before, emergency, yeah, under the emergency that they couldn't be sued, as they're doling this out and making all kinds of money, and you start tracking it down, and well. It, And the people
2: that are involved with Pfizer, you you know. You know, you hate to be cynical, but at the same time, if there's this much money in it and these guys have any effect, I mean, if they've got that much power going in, whether it's the media or there's some kind of connections here, boy, I'll tell you, that's a scary thought. I I could see why people would want to not think about it.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and the other thing, too, is, you know, if people... What what really bothers me about a lot of this is what's doing to the kids. Yep. Yeah. And when and when people want to talk about you know the best the best thing to combat any illness right is just be a healthy and fit individual. Right. And um, you know nobody the, wants to talk yeah, about natural immunity. Kids.
3: Well, nobody wants to talk about yeah. how to improve your health or different things you can do naturally.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Know, exactly. And and we're not. You know, and, and there are very, very few people talking about getting kids outside, exercising more off their devices, eating better meals, drinking right. more water. Instead, you know, we're going to be so fixated on vaccinating these kids. It's it's crazy. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's evil and it's bizarre.
3: Yeah, and there's no end to it, you know. I mean, how no. many boosters no. are we up to now? Three? Four? I right. mean, there's yeah. not going to be well, any know, end to it.
1: Yeah, and the things that we can do... As a community, like, what there, there's a huge meeting tonight. I believe it's at five or six o'clock. Uh, the the Shasta County Superintendent of Schools, Judy Flores, is holding a meeting with all the county superintendents, and I believe it's a secret. It's at four thirty. Board member.
2: It's a yeah. secret meeting too. Yeah. By yeah. the way, it's a secret meeting. Yeah, that, they're closing the doors, <laughs> yeah. not allowing
3: yeah. the public in.
1: So, yeah. and, and you know, and in terms of transparency, and the other the other thing that was funny you know, is Modi and Rickert were both supposed to meet with her. The meeting was pushed, and they can say all they want, because if you look back at the at the, at the at the past board meetings, that meeting was supposed to happen well before this meeting. Never happened, so now they're supposed to meet at this one, and I can't remember which one of them is, if it's Modi or if it's Rickert, but they're not going to be able to attend the meeting tonight. So Joe was asked to go. You know, why Les, why Patrick weren't invited? I don't know. Maybe they all were. I just know publicly that... Joe is attending in lieu of one of the others. And, uh, you know, we're just going to get more of the same. It's going to be completely flying under the radar, not poking the bear. But, you know, meanwhile, we're just getting pushed farther and farther into a corner here in Shasta County. And it's ridiculous.
2: Well, I think it's going to end up with non-compliance because I don't understand why that, you know, other than this is a compliance issue to go after the kids, because, like you say, the science completely is not there to support giving uh, uh, mandating uh, vaccines for children. There's nobody that's dying. They're, they're, they're not even hardly feeling it uh, as far as, uh, uh, you know, the, the virus itself is really not having that big of an impact. So why would we mask them up and, and give them vaccines? Scenes in the first place. What are they hoping to accomplish at this meeting? Would be the first my question.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I would. um, I mean, I know there's going to be people at that meeting that are going to have the voice of, you know, I would say many of us that want these masks off our kids. We want medical choice and freedom for our kids and for the staff. And I think the people that are there are going to share that information with the public. And I think it's. uh, um, I mean, they, they should be. They should. They should have planned. A public meeting, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: three days, seven days. Immediately upon scheduling this closed door meeting, I mean, I get it. If they want to have a closed door meeting, have a closed door meeting, but then put it on this, put it on the calendar. Say hey, we're going to share it with the public. What came out of that, you know, and schedule it for a few days after, or even just have a closed session meeting for two hours, that open up the public after. Yeah, you got it. The thing is, you know, I will say, Judy Flores, this is a. I mean, it's you know. Um, History would show that you know superintendents don't norm. They usually run on a pose. but this is an election year, and I'll be curious to see if anybody steps up and runs against Judy. Yeah. I like Judy. I would I would call her a friend. I can't say that I know um, everything. Um, of course, I mean I don't know everything that she knows of what's going on at the state level, but I also know uh, that. You know, I can't imagine kids in masks is what our community wants for their kids.
2: Well, I think the so corruption. We'll I, I think the corruption is much deeper than everybody has realized. Uh, with the with the governing bodies, whether it's uh, you know the school board or, or 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 the county or or whatever. And you're absolutely right. The way that we got to get control of this stuff is we got to have citizens running and uh, and opposing these people so they just don't keep getting elected over and over again. You know, Modi's a prime example. But like you say, if the school board, if people go in there and they run unopposed, then it's the same thing over and over again you're going to get the same results.
3: But I think the yeah, community 100%. is starting to speak up more and get involved more. I, they're realizing when the elections are now, you know, which yeah. we have a no, whole I, I, bunch
1: I've of that offices. I've people that are running for school boards
3: Yeah, have never run we,
1: for a position in their life. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and, and it can be a long, arduous process to affect the change we want, but it's the only thing that's going to make a difference. I mean, I didn't set out uh, in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's not. And the mask thing is just one thing. I mean, there's going to be other things too. Like, I, right. I think a lot more needs to be done for small business. I think we really have to make uh, public safety. I mean, everybody talks about it. It's always a campaign slogan oh, I back the blue or the thin blue line or I support uh, law enforcement. But, you know, a lot of that's just lip service. If people really supported it, we'd get a jail built, we'd clean up our streets. Uh, you know, Lake Boulevard down there by uh, the old Shopco wouldn't look like, uh, you know, San Francisco 20 years ago. Not San Francisco today, but, I mean, when you when you go down Lake Boulevard and you see some of these places where homeless encampments are, I mean, there's a lot of ways that can get cleaned up, and it doesn't just, it really falls at the feet of uh, our leaders and, and how we're spending our money and what we value uh, spending all of our, our money on and uh, all these ridiculous social programs where we're, you know, where every three people have a manager and that manager's got a supervisor and that supervisor's got a director. It's ridiculous. I mean,
2: we don't uh, don't
1: need the vast amount of social programs. Obviously, they're not working. Our community is getting much worse. Uh, New, you know, uh, a new way of thinking of how we're going to be spending our money needs to change. I think we need to bring, at the very forefront, we need to make sure we have a much, much bigger jail, more beds. We need to bring back, uh, uh, you know, a mental a mental hospital and either tell people, hey, you're going to follow the law or you're going to be incarcerated. And if you don't want to be incarcerated, you don't want to follow the law, move to Tehama County, move to Butte County, <laughs> like, get out of Shasta
2: County. <laughs> Kevin, so, would you be in favor of ending the Emergency uh, Authorization Act uh, that has been uh, put on to us uh, by our governor? There? Yes. Yeah, we're here. Can you hear me? Kevin? Hello? I think we Hello? lost him. I think we lost him. When he
3: uh, when it got better, we lost him. Maybe. Are you still there, Kevin? Kevin. Hmm. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. We appreciate uh, maybe that.
2: what we can do is let's run the uh, JP uh, clip. Uh, let's get that up there, and we'll run that while we're waiting on Kevin to come back, and we can ask him about uh, the Emergency Authorization Act. Yeah,
3: I have a few other questions to so ask him about. Yeah.
2: So. Where so. he sits. So, yeah, let's let's play this. Uh, it, it goes to, I think, 2.50 or something in uh, uh, 2 minutes and 48 seconds. Go ahead and play that. This is kind of funny.
4: I believe you'll either be explaining to your grandchildren what freedom was or what censorship was. I believe freedom of speech is the backbone of all the other freedoms. I believe censorship is a pesticide against the human <sighs> spirit. Excuse me and it's better to keep your spirit organic. I believe that only people who have something to hide will work relentlessly to censor those who speak truth. I believe fear is the virus, and bravery is the immune system. I believe letting algorithms guide your human interactions is like using soy to make meat substitutes. It's not the real thing. Plus, tofurkey's gross. I believe that either the matrix is a metaphor for life, or life is a metaphor for the matrix. But either way, a red pill a day keeps the authoritarians away. I believe encrypted messaging is at least as important as being able to go to the bathroom with the door closed. It's no one else's business but yours. Sorry, NSA. I believe freedom of speech requires you to tolerate all speech, not just the speech (laughs) you agree (laughs) with. I believe disobeying unjust mandates should be as intuitive as not eating rotten food. I believe the solution for bad speech isn't nose speech, it's more speech, just like the solution for bad sex isn't no sex, it's more sex. I believe the most valuable are currency is human yes, connection. We're, we're going to wait for this Bitcoin video. Bitcoin is number two. I believe centralization keeps you in the captivity of someone else's cage, and decentralization crushes the cage and sets you free. I believe fact checkers we are We can stop this and then replay and it
2: when we get to the end if you want. Uh, are you get- there, Kevin? <clears throat> Kevin, are you on the line still? Hello, Kevin. Hello, wow. I heard
3: him just a little bit ago.
2: Yeah, he, he was on there a yeah. second ago.
3: Bear well, with us, everybody. we well, let's keep, a, I guess a, we just could just a little keep, bit of tech go problem. Yeah, let's
2: just keep playing the video and see if we can get it straightened out.
4: and they'd benefit humanity more if they spent their time planting flowers. I believe the only place censorship has in society is in silent meditation retreats. Even that's questionable. I believe that if every once in a while you're not asking yourself which side of history you're on, then you're probably on the wrong side of history. I believe free speech is what fertilizes intelligence. I believe tech companies should not have your personal data because they don't deserve it. And it's called personal data for a reason. I believe if you don't pay for the product, then they're making you into the product, even though they don't tell you that. I believe new companies pledging not to censor their users isn't good enough. Companies that can't censor their users is the answer. I believe freedom is the gift that makes life worth living. I believe it's time to wake up and take massive action so your grandchildren won't have to be told what freedom was. Your words, actions, attention, and voting with your money matters. It's time to be bold, brave, live in integrity with your heart, and alignment with freedom. The time is now, my friend.
2: Okay, that's Thank it for that. Thank you for, for watching this video, my Shut friend. it off. And uh, so, we got Kevin back with us yet? I think they're still working on it.
3: I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I hear. Are you there, I hear. Kevin? I hear him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I think you're. Are you there, Kevin? <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm super sorry I don't know what I don't
2: know what happened oh well uh, listen uh, let's get back to it as quickly as possible well we would, the first question we got, uh, for,
1: got cut
3: off was about getting rid of the emergency right that's where I was headed yeah
2: was the uh, the, the question is uh, with the emergency authorization Act uh, by put into place by governor uh, Mussolini down there in Sacramento uh, would you revoke that uh, with, with a vote on the board well
1: yeah hundred percent
2: okay yeah. good I mean,
1: I mean what yeah, I mean, I mean the, the, the path we're on now is, I mean, this is just going to be a, a slow, arduous bleed-out of a death. I agree. I mean, if, if, if we keep going along with this, and this was my whole point about wanting to align with Tom Paddy in San Joaquin County, a gentleman I've never met, but when mm-hmm. people start wanting to stand up to the government and they say, yeah, we're just not going to do this anymore, if we started to do it collectively as a bunch of counties at once, Change might actually happen. It's like you look at Southwest Airlines and some of these other places where pilots or flight attendants have just said, no, we're not doing it. And then all of a sudden they walk back, okay, maybe we won't make everybody be vaccinated because we're going to lose our, you know. Our, almost our entire fleet or such a big piece of it that we won't be able to operate as a company anymore. I think it'll ul- push that.
2: I think ultimately that's what's going to change the tide is the people saying no, we're not going to comply and you can't make us and, and if they've got no support from the public or at least a big portion of the public saying we're not going to support this and we're going to do whatever we want, I mean what what really can they do?
1: Exactly exactly. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's you know, it's supposed to be we the people, not you know, hey, you the government,
0: right?
1: And, uh, you know, and it's um, yeah, I mean, and, and again again, there, there's a lot to get caught up with for me because I've I've been at this now six weeks and I've really watched it. I mean, I was I was really hesitant to want to shut my business down when it started. We actually had a really really big event scheduled for the Monday following that Thursday when they finally said okay you know, everybody needs to shut it down. And for me, it was like, okay, yeah, two weeks, it makes sense. I want to be responsible. And I was also, there was a part of me that said, you know, I'm not really quite sure what to make of all this. So just in the best of, of, you know, the, you know, for my employees and the people we serve, it's like, yeah, we'll do this and we'll see how it goes. But, and I have people in my family that, I mean, didn't, didn't flinch, didn't wince, and they just kept doing normal, normal stuff. Right. And, uh, you know, and I think and I, the answer I.
2: I think the answer is not to shut everything down because this is the first time we've handled this virus this way uh, any virus this any. way and the answer is not to kill the economy I mean there's a lot of different answers here but but killing the economy you know is what they've uh, been doing and uh, you know so if you kill the economy and nobody can survive anyway because there's no bread on the table I mean uh, so you survived what?
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that expression that you know, you'd rather you'd rather, uh, you know, die on your feet than live on your knees. There you and go. that's uh, that's exactly, you know, kind of where, where I where, where I finally arrived after, you know, 18 plus months of doing this. It's like, you know, I'm just I'm just not OK. Like if, you know, if it ever came to it where, you know, uh, I can't operate my business because I refuse to enforce masks. I mean, I have I have clients um, uh, that I you know that I consult for with gyms in Canada, and there's uh, there's a gym in um, right outside of Toronto um, that it's brutal. Like everybody's got to be vaccinated, mm-hmm. and it's I believe it's it's uh, 12 and up or 13 and up, and uh, it's just bad, you know, and it's really really bad, and and so you know, and, and you look at where we are now. And, of course, California is one of the worst states, but still, the rest of the country is looking at us. They're looking at New York. They're wanting to see what we do. And if we don't start pushing back, like, really, really hard and not as one-off counties every now and then, but I think collectively a bunch of counties need to start getting together. And I think the leadership of those counties need to be pushing that. And And I know, know, uh, you know, Patrick has has been – very vocal in that and of course opening up the board chambers and i think uh i think there's more people rallying to that you know right. I, I don't i don't necessarily i mean patrick and i haven't had these long conversations about what he believes on every issue but i i'll definitely say i'm very aligned with him when it comes to uh you know what liberty truly means and it's people's right to choose some of this stuff and I think it's, I mean, I, I'll be the first to intercede for somebody being bullied for wearing a mask. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. That's great. That's up to you. But don't, but don't put that on me. And don't put that on, you know, don't say you're doing it for me because you're not doing anything for me. You can't exercise for me. You can't drink water for me. You can't do any of that stuff. So don't. I don't need you to do anything. Just take care of you and I'll take care of me.
3: Okay. We have a few questions we want to go over with you, Kevin, if you don't mind. And one is, so sure. would you say that's the number one issue, you know, to bring it back locally? Is that the number one issue um, at the local level is the vaccines and mass mandates? Or what do you think is the number one issue that you would try to tackle when you're elected?
1: Well, yeah, immediately it's going to be child welfare in terms of, um, you know, their, their right to a free... Uh, education that's not um, driven by the state so um, initially that might be masks and mandates but you know anything that is going to get in the way for kids especially lower socioeconomic kids not having an opportunity to, to to an equal education like that's one of the most important things and what I'm seeing right now a lot of that does um, you know fall into the the, the mask and vaccine
2: conversation. I think fear is what this is all about—is keeping everybody in fear. I mean, you look at what's going on, even with the new variant, the Omicron. You know, it's just another—it's just another deal. Every, you know, everybody's kind of getting. You know, and, and the gal, gal that discovered it in South Africa is saying it's like the flu. It's got this—not even like the flu. It's like a, you get a couple sniffles. It's not serious at all. And and Fauci's talking about a permanent lockdown already. So, um, anyway, we need to push back. But what about the Second Amendment? Where are you at on the Second Amendment? Are you? Uh, uh, are you for open carry? Where, 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 where are you on that?
1: Well, I mean, our, our constitution actually it makes it pretty clear about open carry versus concealed. We shouldn't, we don't necessarily, or shouldn't be asking the government if we can carry a weapon. It's our, it's our, it's our right. But for me, I have a, I have a CCW. I got it uh, in 2015. So, I mean, I, I'm obviously very pro Second Amendment. So. Okay. Good. It's what not, about Yeah, I mean for Go ahead. No,
3: go ahead. Finish your sentence. No.
1: No, no I, I was I was just going to say, you know, I know sometimes when you get into actually constitutional law and you look at, you know, uh open carry where um you know, like technically we should be able to open carry, mm-hmm. but you know, I know I know it's been said by past sheriffs that it makes it makes deputies or officers nervous. Well, you know that that really becomes more of something on them than more. Right, of yeah, it's a training yeah, issue
2: I, as far I, as I'm concerned. Yeah,
1: yeah, you so, know it's, it's a training issue. Yeah, but but it's something that you know I think I think if if guns were less taboo, then there wouldn't be a problem. I mean, if you were to walk around Jerusalem, you see twelve and thirteen year olds. Carrying rifles, we carry. Yeah, we carried when I was a kid. We carried
2: rifles and pistols everywhere we went, all over the place. Because, Nobody cared. Yeah, down to education. It's, it's just what me. you're used yeah. to. But the but the the left wing and the liberals and the 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 Marxist, you know, they have to try to put fear into that right, so that uh, you know they can eliminate it. Is what the what the goal is, right. I believe.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, yeah,
3: absolutely. And, and another question: What about auditing? the the board of, the the county books. How do you sit them. with well, that?
1: I think I think that's got to be done like like forensically. I don't I don't yeah. think you can just get an in house audit or you can get no. or you could just get a, know, a Joe audit. Schmo CPA firm. Yeah, I need I think you need to get. Um, and again, there there may be um, there may be you know CPAs or tax law firms in Reading that could do it. I don't know of any personally, but I haven't had to, I haven't dealt with any. But an outside group really needs to come in and comb through a lot, a lot. Oh, right.
2: They passed this last budget. budget. They passed yeah. the six hundred million budget. They didn't even look at it. Yeah, I mean, that, how crazy
1: is that? But again. Yeah, that, that's why. That's why this this June primary and then this next November election is going to be very, very big. I mean, there's two there's two seats up for grabs. Of course, District Two. There's a there's a there's a recall. If that goes through, then I think we're going to see definitely d- different a different direction of leadership there. And then I think you know, District One and District Five, uh, those races are super important because if people want what they've always been given, continue to vote for candidates that are just like the rubber stamp ones we've had. And I think if if we get and when I say we, I'm talking about the people that are just pissed off and are tired of seeing all this money spent, especially individuals like me who are small business owners that don't, that don't, um, you know, either either, either we, we make it or we don't. And if we don't make it, then we got to go do something else. And that's right, not right. what we're seeing in our city, in our county governments, is we just have so much money that's being doled out with no accountability.
0: Okay. And then...
1: Um, you know, I mean, if you had a CEO that was running over budget of a company, they'd be gone. The shareholders would, would they'd be gone. But well, what we do is we just give raises. <laughs> or we just spend more money. Or create offices. we those pensions. Well, and we sp- create offices, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we create yeah, an an
2: offices. I mean, and I mean, we're not even talking about a and everything <laughs> yet, but... Uh, I want to well, go into yeah, the. Yeah, I mean, I want to yeah, talk about ahead. redistricting a yeah, little bit here because because here. Uh, I was actually on the redistricting committee, and you know we spent quite a bit of time going over these maps and these districts and uh, you know trying to comply with the law. It's mandated by law that you have this committee that uh, gives input from the public and so forth and uh, creates these districts so that they match up uh, from a population standpoint. So we submitted two two plans expecting minor variations in those plans uh, to to uh, you know because the supervisors have the final say well it's really interesting that as soon as those plans got to the supervisors uh, they got completely thrown out the two that we had uh, done and they, they revamped it and interestingly enough on the revamp you got three of the uh, right. candidates that were going to be running uh, are no longer in the districts that they were uh, living in uh, prior to this map change and it's not approved yet and it has to be finalized by the board but i mean it's hard not to suspect some hanky-panking and i and i and you know something we all know where it's coming from you know i mean it's it's pretty obvious that you know somebody has gone in there and and with malice in my opinion uh you know uh, tried to to uh you know corrupt the map for their uh, polit- political ends. which by the way is illegal what do you think
1: uh, well, I mean, I don't have too much information in terms of uh, the redistricting process. I know they've been doing it for a little while. I've been to a couple of the meetings recently. Um, I mean, for me, I can't, I can't really speak as to one way or the other, and here's why. is because I've never met the people that are doing the redistricting. Redistricting, If they were people that I'd known for years and I knew them to be integrists, Uh, you know, very um, well-thought, well-spoken individuals, and then it happened like that, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. But here's the thing. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because I don't have any interaction with them, and I'm very much, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. So... Well, I, I
2: I I agree with that, but I I actually was on the committee, <laughs> but, and and with and they, there was five members of the redistricting committee, and that's why I'm kind of bringing it up because I mean we did a bunch of work uh, for nothing.
3: But what weren't you guys appointed by the board of supervisors we pro- from it, each
2: district? Each district. So I'm in Patrick Jones's district. He appointed me, and then right. there was four other corresponding people that were appointed by the different directors. I mean the different uh, uh, supervisors Super- in those right. districts, and. And so we, there's five of us there, and we sat through and uh, and uh, gosh, I swear I'm going to start remembering yeah, the so, um,
3: that was you know my, my thing. Well, well, Not that well, that, yeah. that makes a difference with their character necessarily, but they were appointed out of the district from that board of supervisor. So I have a little well, bit I mean, of I mean, issue I mean, that they just yeah. threw it out, so to speak.
1: Well, if, if we look at most of the votes, most of the votes right. in the past year, eighteen months have been three, two, or four, one. Yes. Right? Three Correct. two four one, that's been pretty that's been pretty standard. So I think, you know, going forward, hopefully, and that's why I'm running, I'm not running because, you know, I'm part of one faction or I'm part of one group or another. I just want I just want fiscal responsibility. I want people to to um, be able to, to to make the change with their vote. And I think that's the problem is that right now we have so many people that don't have our best interest in mind. And that's why I think we're going right. to see, you know, even for a June a June election, a June primary, or even for this recall in February, I think we're going to see tremendous voter turnout because I think people are really sick and tired of the direction of Shasta County. It just keeps spiraling down. And the thing is, a lot of good families are leaving and what's happening is we're getting families from the bay area or la moving because they Mm want to be in california and they come up here and say well the crime's not that bad well to us here in shasta county the crime is terrible but it's not bad compared to san francisco oakland or los angeles so what's happening is we're losing all these good families in, in you know from that have been in shasta county that love shasta county And so our numbers may not be dropping, but we're swapping people that are, I would say, leaning much farther left than leaning right. And if we don't stop this now with some of the big decisions that are coming up, Shasta County is going to look entirely different in five years. Because a lot of people want to make Shasta County uh, like a bigger city. And I would tell them, if you want to make it a bigger city, then move there. Move to Cleveland. Move to San Antonio. Move somewhere like that. Well, most of, these
2: of life, most of these bigger cities are failing at this point, and that might be a lot of them are trying 100%. to escape. But they're they're trying to bring their politics. And we are on a percentage basis. I was looking at the stats the other day, Shasta day, uh, uh you know, getting up there in the high crime rate in a percentage to the population. Uh, but it's not like San Francisco, where you've got an overwhelming uh, a population of homeless and of uh, uh, drug addicts and that type of thing, or L.A. where it's so big that you can't uh, even stop it. But uh, you know, you'd think that they would wise up uh, to not bring those politics with them. But uh, I'm not sure that that's the case in a lot of uh, with in a lot of well, instances. You know, and,
1: and, yeah, and going back to your original question about the redistrict, redistricting, I mean, for me, I, I think, I mean, I, I would love to, I would love to know exactly how how those things were drawn. I, mean, I hear what they say in open meetings. Right. But again, you don't know what happens behind closed doors or what, you know, who's saying what. It, it is it is interesting how in District 2, I just know of Tim Garman, who is no longer by the, by the, by, I think it was Plan E that the, you know, that the board right. has, you know, to, to, uh, has, you know, from the preliminary standpoint said, okay, it looks like, you know, Plan E might be something they might look to move forward with. But, you know, Tim, who's a friend of mine who's running, um, uh, in District Two, uh, to replace Modi, I um, mean, you know he he won't be in that district. So, you know, I'll say when he wins in February, mm-hmm. he's going to have to decide in three years: is he going to is he going to move, you know, and then be in District Two, or is he is he just going to you know serve out the remainder of this three year term? Well we know
2: understand. we know for a fact being in on those meetings that those that that new revision uh, number you know whatever it is the E schedule E of the redistricting wasn't even on the table when we left it at that that was changed and it was changed by the staff at the at the request of someone now we know it wasn't Patrick Okay, and so it had to be one of the other fours because I talked to Patrick about this and he said he, he, you know, he was shocked and surprised when that came up at the last meeting as well. so so the staff is being directed by somebody and that only leaves four people left. And so, you know, it's either it's either less. It's either Mary. It's either Joe. Or it's Moti, and when you start narrowing things down, it's hard not to start pointing a fingers. Now I well, get the benefit it come of the from doubt. Somebody
3: else, though, is one of my questions. Would no. it have to be the Board of Supervisors, yes. or could it be Cruz or somebody else that, well, that gave uh, the, the direction? Well, the only other place
2: would be the Elections Office, uh, Kathy Darling, okay. but she really doesn't do that. That's okay. not in her purview. So, so the it's the it's the staff that's doing it, okay. and they're at the behest of the Board of Supervisors. So all it takes is one board member to go down there and say, "Hey, I'd like to." to do it this way and present it to the board so i mean that does narrow it down and maybe you can't convict somebody on that but i'll tell you what it wouldn't be hard to get to the bottom of it uh if there was a little bit of an investigation going
1: 100 percent, i
2: agree
3: yeah and it's kind of interesting that it, it knocks three of them out of the the districts
2: which is yeah just a coincidence
3: yeah i mean was it by design? We don't have any proof, but it, yeah, it's it's just kind of funny that that would happen. And from my understanding with the new one, a lot of times um, there's people, you know... Like, for example, like say their front yards in one district and their backyards in another district.
2: Well, that's that' Dale Ball's one of the people that's running, and they split they split him the, right down, down the line. The, yeah, so, he's, so he's got so on one side of his street is one district now, and the other side is another district that he's living in. I mean, how? Yeah, gee, how crazy I mean, is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, to say that's not intentional is pretty is a
1: stretch as well. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and that and see, I didn't even know that about Dale. So, yeah,
2: uh, yeah There's mean, three of them that it, it will affect. No because matter how of you it. slice the pie here, there's a ton of corruption going on, and if they're corrupting all these other areas of spending and 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 you know the money and and we've seen it. We've seen Modi, uh, you know, getting uh, malfeasance, grand jury conviction on that when it should have been mal, malfeasance, not misfeasance, and That's all of these things. When you start adding on up one thing. one thing after another, I'll tell you what. It's not hard to point a finger at somebody.
0: Uh, yeah. Now here's a, here's I, another question I, I,
3: I that we get asked, or I get asked quite a bit. Where do you sit with raising taxes? You know, we, everybody talks about a new jail and we need this and we need, you know, to open up mental health areas well, and well, things well, like this that.
1: This is where, yeah, so, so this is what I'd say about when it comes to taxes, um, we have a budget of 600 plus million dollars in Shasta County. And it was 300 million, I believe, less than 15 years ago, 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. And we have it's doubled 10,000 more. Yeah, 10,000 more residents, give or take. Right. And of course, you can, you can adjust for inflation. I think the most important thing before taxes is even spoken about is you do that forensic audit you figure out how much money is being wasted and just pissed away on programs that have been proven they don't work over the last 10, 20 plus years. Right. And then you look at how much money's left there and then you start to say okay, what can we tackle with that amount of money before you ever talk about raising taxes. I mean, I don't I mean we live obviously in California, which is one of the most tax states. Around. Mm -hmm. I don't mind personally, personally, if it can be proven of of what's being done uh, with the money, but that I can't even speculate as to right now with a $600 million budget that there's not money available where taxes wouldn't have to be raised on anything, and we have enough money within our current budget as is. To be able to make the changes
2: we want to make. Well, you know it's funny because that. we talk about that and the CARES money that came in on the eighteen million, and that was distributed, uh, you know, uh, partly uh, like three or four million to the businesses and uh, through the Chamber of Commerce. And you know, the Chamber of Commerce is run by Jake Mangus. Our news media is run by Mike Mangus. And to think, and and we're wondering why we're not getting any well, reports on any of this stuff. And so the question is, and then and then the the Chamber of Commerce come back comes back and helps. Fund the recall uh, opposition right. movement, uh, and tell they you what, shouldn't
3: have, why, why were they involved in that whole process with the CARES money?
2: Is so. What do you yeah. do? You have any thoughts on that, uh, Kevin?
1: Yeah, I, I've never been in. The, I've never been in the, uh, the chamber. I have nothing against the chamber, but for me, I just haven't had a, a real use for it. I, I think if the chamber is getting into political. Uh, you know um circles i mean that makes that would make no sense to me because really business isn't about political lines business is about profitability and adding um adding value to the community and 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 i don't want to say constituents but the citizens so you know if uh, if the chamber of commerce and jake or whoever else is, is has any part of that in terms of backing a recall or backing um, you know uh, in, in support of, of not the recall they should, that shouldn't even be that shouldn't even be a thing of course it is, and that's some of the corruption that I'm kind of really disenfranchised and disheartened to learn of what's happened over the last twenty 30 40 years as you look at McConnell's and what's been done mm-hmm. to the rancheria um, it's a shame it really is it's just a shame <laughs> it's, and uh, you know and I'm, I'm really excited about speaking to that much more publicly after the first year I had two more conversations with a couple of individuals that, um, you know, they, they know the call is coming. They know that I know some things now that I didn't know 10, 15, not 20 years ago, but you know, 12 to 15, 16 years ago. And once I have those two conversations that i I want to really talk publicly about what I've learned and how money's being spent because I was at some events where, uh, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I trained a lot of people's kids over the last 20 years and I've been in a lot of different conversations But really thinking back, I was pretty naive um, and ignorant to think that, um, you know, everybody was just uh, caring about everybody and everything was on the up and up. And hey, we're in a free market society. I'm a I'm a I'm a capitalist. I want to make money, but I want to do it the right way. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do it at uh, at the. Uh, you know, at the uh, expense of my neighbor. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so listen, and, and, that, and, Kevin, we're, and, we're, and, we're... and 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 that's what happened. That's what happened in Shasta. That's what happened in Shasta County. Right. Too many public officials. Too many leaders. Too many people that have ran certain organizations have have sold their neighbors and everybody uh-huh. else out. And that's why I think you'd see a lot of people that. Uh, they're in city government, or maybe not government, but a city position or a county position, and then they move out of the area because they know eventually it's going to get out what they did, the money they spent, the kickbacks they received, whether legal or illegal. If you look at what's moral, it's really a shame. It's what happened. That's where we're starting to look, uncover and look at mm-hmm. when you look at the uh, convention center and rodeo grounds.
2: Well, that look, Idaho, Tom. I yeah. mean, he got his pension and he left, and so. But we're running out of time, Kevin. We got about uh, I don't know eight minutes left, and so how do people get a hold of you to help you in your campaign and and uh, you know yeah. Facebook, and all that Website, kind
1: of stuff, phone number, yeah, what yes. you got? Yep, we have. Uh, uh, you can go to VoteKevinCry.com. and um, that's c r y e. So VoteKevinCry.com. You can sign up to um, d- definitely help. When we start canvassing neighborhoods, if you want to donate, you can do that there as well. You can also go. I have a Facebook page that's up. Not much is on it yet. I've really, I really wanted to get through uh, Thanksgiving uh, before we went too heavy on it. The, um, and my phone number, it's, it's anywhere, but it's five three zero five two four zero 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 five. And you can give me a call. Or you can always stop by my, my office at the, uh, at the mall there in the Ninja Gym, which is an outside entrance. In between okay. <laughs> Sprout and Macy's, and that's, yeah. oh, that's right. five three zero five
2: two four zero 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 five. Correct,
1: absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I would encourage people to just get involved. I mean, really, I mean, and and I, and I don't say that just like really, like passively or tried. It's like you know, if, if somebody sees a something that needs to be changed, even at a school district. That's where it's going to start. It's going to start on a very low level. Or if, if they can't run for an office, they could donate to your podcast. $10, $25. Donate to a campaign of, a, of, of somebody that you believe in what they're saying and you want to see them go forward. I mean, we just have to... I think people just have to start saying there's got to be something I can do. And it doesn't have to be running for an office. Right. It could be just holding a sign. It could be passing some things out. It could be putting up a flyer at your business. Or just getting involved in being a voice. because that's, that's the only way we're going to save our county. And I, and I hope it starts uh, at the beginning of February with the recall Modi.
2: Very uh-huh. good. Uh, well, we got about six minutes left here. so f- and, I, and I have to agree with
3: Amy. It's time for people to get plugged in. I do know if people go look, whether... There's a lot of offices coming up in 22, whether it's Board of Supervisors, uh, you know, school boards. There's a lot of different areas that people can get plugged into because some of them have never had anybody run against them. Just say, Oh, for sure. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah. y- y- you can start somewhere with
1: that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it, you know, and it's it not the, uh, it, you know... It's, it's the only thing that's going to, that's going to get us back what we want. And again, I'm super progressive in terms of, I want our areas to be safer. I want parks. I want, uh, you know, um, you know, some of the things that uh, maybe we take for granted, but, um, you know, we don't need, we don't need any, any more huge, uh, shopping centers or, um, you know
2: when projects
1: we, 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 yeah exactly or or or, or 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 vanity projects where where people just say oh well you know we'll we'll fund it this way or or we'll just and it's, we just pass the buck and then the more things that we fund that we can't afford it just straps our kids and our grandkids uh-huh. with more debt in the county uh-huh. and then when when the next coronavirus comes and then they say hey your county will get X amount, but you have to have police in the streets not letting people out of their houses, and we'll give you this much money. That's what some of our leaders would do. They'd say, oh, well, we'll just do it for a year, because then we'll have everything paid off. Right. And I, I'm, just not up, I'm just not up for that. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not up for the reckless spending and the social programs. And uh, I think our area is beautiful. I think if we just cleaned up what we already have, I think Shasta County will flourish again.
3: What about right. that big, beautiful courthouse? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, spending money. Anyway, yeah, oh my well, gosh. we could yeah. have
2: we could have had a jail and uh, stop some of this crime. And uh, we're and you know what's interesting is we're probably better off than a ton of other cities that want to defund the police and everything. But uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're uh, we're down to about four minutes here. If you got anything left, uh, Kevin, go ahead. And uh, otherwise, uh, we're going to end the podcast here in a, in a couple minutes.
1: Yeah, well, no. I just really appreciate you guys asking me to come on and, and being a part of it. You guys are doing the work that's necessary to get the get the information out to people that uh, really been asleep for a long time. And those of us that uh, and I and I'll put myself in there too. It's it's really shame on me, but it's uh, it's really only shame on me if I if I felt convicted to run and didn't.
0: Right. And right. so
1: um, I, I think as people continue to wake up and wake up to a deeper level of really what's gone on. I think you're going to see more and more people uh, start to really want to get involved, and I would really um, implore people to really keep your eyes and ears open of what that meeting is going to have tonight at the uh, Shasta County um, Office of Education, because that's what's going to craft uh, what our kids are, how our kids are going to be learning in the next few years, and it doesn't matter what they say when it comes to the state. You know, the state says this; we got to do that. It doesn't matter if we in Shasta County don't agree with it, then we need to rally around our educators and and make the changes that we want to make and, and just buckle down and do it. And I don't know what that looks like, but I know masking our children is not the answer. No matter what, no matter what the outcome is, masking our children and then giving them mandatory vaccinations is not the answer.
2: Yeah, I think that's yeah, going to be, that's that. going to be yeah. uh, an absolute, looking at the stats, looking at the science, the real science, uh, that's going to be an absolute disaster if we go that direction.
3: Well, we want to thank you for coming on, Kevin, and we'd like to have you back, and maybe in person That'd when you're good. back in town, uh, and maybe after the holidays would be good, so we can uh, talk some more and discuss some more topics. Absolutely. All right,
0: well, All right. well, you well thank you,
3: thank you so very
2: much for doing what you do. All right, have no, a good thank trip. You. Thanks a lot, Kevin. All right. All right. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Uh, so we're pretty much at the end. Uh, you know, we want you to hit the like button. We need you to share the content. You need to and smash, smash the, bell. the bell for notifications. <laughs> yep. uh, go to the chat room. The chat room's up and running on YouTube. I'm not too sure about Facebook. I,
3: I'm in there, but I didn't get... I don't see anybody else, so, so I don't know. So we need to get um, that we'll, we'll promoted. Keep we're, it. we
2: start at eleven o'clock on Mondays uh, now, so you can go to the chat rooms when we're live and uh, and do that.
3: Uh, and again, uh, if you want to send a donation, you can send it to one four four two one old Oregon Trail Sweet B. Redding, California, nine six zero zero
2: three. Make it out to Pecan Patriots, yep. educating concerned Americans now, and put in the memo. Uh, a media. media,
3: any little bit helps.
2: I think uh, we want I, th- I think we're there. I don't have anything else here. I guess we. Uh, don't
3: forget if you want to take a pair of shoes for thirty today right? over by Axner's. It's on um, Innsbruck or I don't Drive. Know. I-N-N-S-B-R-I-C-K, I I think. U-C-K. Innsbruck. Is it Brooke?
2: Yeah, I think
3: it is. Over there by Axner's, drop off a pair
2: of shoes. So um, Well, I guess we're at the end. We might as well call it. So yep. uh, government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It is force, and force like fires, a dangerous servant and a fearful master. We'll be uh, doing these podcasts every Monday at 11 o'clock uh, for the live, and then I guess they get posted uh, fairly quickly now, uh, up and running. Uh, so we're just about there. We're just we're about up and there. running. We're getting there. And you guys have a great day, okay. and, uh, and we'll, we'll see you, see you next, next week. week.